Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today. And this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to this episode. And I hope today this information that I will share with you will help you plan your federal benefits just a little better just like the name of this podcast suggests or the name of my YouTube channel, wherever you are at, thank you for being here. And today's topic is a good one. It's a good one. And we are talking about how or what, I guess, to do with your TSP, what to do with your TSP in retirement. Many feds, because they've been a fed for, let's say, two decades, 20 years or 30 years or whatever, They're pretty familiar with what to do with it in their career. They're like, hey, I got this. I've kind of figured out how I like to invest. I got this. I'm seeing good returns. We're good. But in retirement, people are like, hey, what do I do now? And there are two main questions that people have when it comes to what to do with the TSP in retirement. The first is to IRA or not to IRA. That is the question, right? To roll over your TSP to an IRA or to keep it in the TSP is basically one of the biggest questions that I hear all the time. And there's pros and cons. There's no specific fixed answer that's perfect for everyone. There's pros and cons of each. First, the TSP is extremely simple and you are probably pretty familiar with it up to this point, right? You've used it a long time, you understand the funds, the fees are ridiculously low and you cannot find fees like that out in the private world. You can find some funds that are low fee but it's not near as low as what you'll find in the TSP. So that is a huge advantage of the TSP. It's simple, you're familiar with it, the fees are extremely low. Now, if you want to invest in other things and new things and you're comfortable with that, an IRA is obviously the better option. IRAs also have a little more flexibility when taking money out. You can take things out in different ways and things like that. With the TSP, now with the Modernization Act of last year, it is a lot easier to take things out. So that's not such a huge advantage for IRAs anymore, but it's still something. It is, you could basically take money out however you want from an IRA. Now there's some tax implications, of course, but you can do it, it is allowed. So that is kind of how I frame this decision. Like, okay, what makes sense for you? What do you care about? What aspects of both accounts do you actually care about? Because everyone's different. Not everyone wants the same things. So. Often, the reason this question comes up is because they say, hey, my financial advisor says to roll my TSP into an IRA. And that may be the best decision for you. I don't know. But keep in mind, most financial advisors get paid to manage money. They get paid depending on how much money they have of yours and they're investing for you. So the more they have, the more money they make, right? So of course, many financial advisors are gonna advise you to roll it out. Now, it's not always a bad decision, right? Oftentimes, there's a ton of value that they bring by just rolling out, they can handle it, you don't have to worry about it one bit, right? That's a huge advantage. But no, that that is kind of what you're thinking about, what they're thinking about when making that decision. It's, like I said, still might make sense. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm a financial advisor, I help people manage money. But I understand that it doesn't always make sense to pull money out of the TSP. The TSP is a great 
account. And oftentimes you could pull some out of the TSP and keep some of the TSP so you can enjoy both elements of having the flexibility of an IRA as well as the really, really nice benefits of a TSP. So there's balance there, right? I just want to keep you informed kind of why a financial advisor would tell you to do that, right? I'm not saying all financial advisors are bad. I have definitely seen incredible advisors that do incredible work for clients, but I've also seen bad. I'm in the industry. I'm a financial planner. I see both sides. So you just have to be wary of who you're talking to, maybe why they're telling you to do something, and don't be afraid to ask the question. Say, hey, thank you for that advice. Why does this make sense for me? Why should I take it out, roll it to an IRA, other than you getting paid more, right? If there's legitimate reasons, awesome, do it. I don't want to say don't do it. I'm just saying know the reasons and know the long-term ramifications of everything you do. Okay, so that is the first question of should you roll it to an IRA or not? That's the first question I get all the time. The second question, and probably more importantly, is how should you invest your TSP or invest an IRA or whatever you have your money in, how should you invest in retirement? Because the retirement needs of your retirement savings are very different than your needs in your career. Because most of the time, most people are living off a portion of their TSP, their retirement savings, wherever it is at in retirement. So you need to be investing differently to really make sure you have all those needs covered. Okay, so I really think about this in three different buckets. This is a good way to approach it, and now I'm not gonna give you any specific allocation, say, hey, invest exactly like this, and this fund, and this and fund, because that kind of thing doesn't exist. The only way I know how to invest my clients' funds is when I get intimately familiar with what they're trying to do, what income sources they have, what are their goals, and what they're trying to do with their life and their money and their family and everything, that I'm like, okay, for you, this makes sense. So you have to do that for you. If you're not working with an advisor or anyone else, you have to take responsibility and do that kind of analysis for you. What makes sense for you, and then take it from there. But I'll give you these three buckets, I like to call them, that I use to frame how to invest in retirement, okay? Because the retirement needs, like I said, are different than you have in your career. So bucket number one is the cash bucket, basically. It is the bucket that is gonna cover the next three to five years of your expenses, okay? Where if, let's say, the market tanks bad tomorrow, because you have this bucket, where it's a cash bucket, it's not gonna go up and down with the market. Are you gonna make money with it? No, not really. But if the market comes down, you have this bucket available to cover your expenses in retirement so that you can wait out three to five years, and that is generally plenty of time to let the market recover. Your other investments will get better and grow, and you'll be able to survive that without selling when it is low. Because that is terrible to have to sell your, your investments while it is low. So that is the reason why you want to have a cash bucket that is going to provide three to five years of expenses. And I'm not saying, let's say, let's say you use 50 grand a year to live. Maybe 40 grand of that is already covered with your pension and your social security. So to cover the difference, you just need 10 grand a year from your TSP. So keep that in, into, keep that in mind where it's different for everyone. 
their cash needs. Some people like, hey, I'm actually going to pay off my house. I need a little more. Whatever it is, look at your situation. What do you need? So if something happens, you can wait out three to five years and the market can't come back. Okay. That's bucket number one, the cash bucket. Second bucket is the is the growth bucket. Now this bucket is kind of what I referenced to before is that we're going to invest in things that grow more, right? But consequently, because they grow a little faster, it's not cash, right? It's not going to stay there. It This is the bucket that's going to really provide you what you need to beat inflation over time. Because if you just let money sit, it will sit there and inflation will come and eat at it every single year. And with current inflation rates, anywhere, it depends where it's at, but anywhere between 20, 30 years, your money's gonna be cut in half just by sitting there, right? It's gonna be worth less and less every year that you let it sit. You have to get some growth in retirement to make your money last and to beat inflation. So it's super, super important. So this bucket, the income bucket, is gonna bounce around a little more, but that is okay because we have a cash bucket. And these together provide the flexibility and the growth that you will need in retirement. Now, the third bucket, it's the income bucket. It's kind of a mixture of the two other ones. Where basically, these are in more like bonds, things like the F fund, things that are a little more conservative than the growth bucket, but it's gonna provide some income for us so that we could slowly re replenish the cash bucket and it will provide some growth, just not as aggressively, and it won't go as low in the market tanks as well. So a nice medium to provide some cash and a little bit of growth that you will need in retirement. So those are the three buckets and kind of the way I think about it in retirement in those three buckets. And of course, the exact proportions and what makes sense for you is gonna be completely different. Even amongst my clients, it's very different depending on their needs, what they have, all their income sources, all these things, it, it changes a lot. But looking at your situation, framing it in this mindset, I guess, in these three buckets approach will help you say, okay, I think I need this much and this much and this much. And it might even help you know if you're ready to retire. Looking, do this, doing this analysis saying, hey, if I follow Dallin's advice and I look at all my income sources and my TSP, blah, 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 can I do his buckets approach approach and I'm not going to be stressed, right? To, to make a certain amount of return to make sure I have what I need, whatever. Do what makes sense for you. But I hope this gives some context, some knowledge, some information about kind of how I approach investing and what you should do with your TSP in retirement. I hope this is helpful. Please check out all my content. I have a full course on your TSP, it's completely free. I have a link in the description about my courses. Click that, it'll go through everything I have and will help you really nail down some of these concepts that I talked about today. But I hope this is helpful again, and I'll see you next week. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment, give me feedback about what you wanna hear about, what you wanna learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.